It's me. Hi. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. I love how they're, like, relating that to shows and stuff, though. Like, the well, TikToks and memes coming out of that song are just wonderful. I still watch the reels. I'm an old man. I'm on Facebook. Well, I <laughs> I think that was our jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Heather. I go by she, her. And I'm Jaren. My pronouns are he, him. And we are Typically Divergent Podcast. Welcome. Um, as you could tell, we were just talking about the new Taylor Swift album. Yay, Taylor Swift. We are very aware that the time that this episode comes out, that the album had already been out for a couple weeks, but we are recording a couple weeks ahead of time because Heather is going to be out of town for a work convention. By the day that we are work- recording this, it is six days after the release of the album, and I'm not going to lie, I haven't stopped listening to it at all and nope. i'm not ashamed to say it nope nope not at all i saw a tiktok the other day that was like i give my boyfriend or husband partner whatever treats um so that he'll sit in the passenger seat of the car and listen to the album with me and i'm not gonna lie i did that exact same thing with spencer who is my husband by the way somebody <laughs> that i work with her husband both of them she got him to drive around at night with her listening to the album. Yes. And I was like... I literally have done that. I was like, uh, how? And she's like, he does anything I want him to. And I'm Aww. like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so, the and I was like... golden retriever energy. <laughs> is that what simping is? Yeah. Do you know what simping is? Does yeah, anybody know what simping like is? because I like anime. Fuck. <laughs> Remember last week's episode? Yes. <laughs> making fun of me. I'm not making fun of you. Anime. There but we like, go. So many Oh I know I because I'm so it's ingrained in my head. I'm sorry. Because they're whitewashing and appropriate. America tends to appropriate stuff. Yeah, we do. It's pretty bad. Because we don't have a culture of our own. Yeah, I don't know if it's it's not really simping. It's more like being like oh right back to simping. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's get back. Yeah, ADHD mama's already simping. I feel like it's that's going like hardcore, really really obsessing over someone and Perfect. maybe not even quite knowing them yet, like. If I think about it in the terms of shows, right? Anime. <laughs> there we um, go. Right? Yay, go me. Snaps um, for Heather. Golden Retriever energy, I feel like, without actually looking it up, is more of someone who truly knows you and supports you and wants to be there for you. And I feel like it's used a lot in for straight men, particularly because that is not always a thing. Mm. And so it's like to describe a guy who is like fully 100% supportive of the woman. Mm. That, well, I, don't know. Not, I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but... Well, I, I, I don't... I think I'm breaking a rule then because I very much am in a very, very homosexual relationship where we are both very much the golden retrieval... Retreat, 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 retreat. Wow, retriever yeah. for each other because we are going to support the hell out of each other. Well, so. then, yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, it probably... I'm sure it can apply. Call it something. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I'm in love. And I... We are, <laughs> we are happy to be there for each other. And if simping or being attentive to your partner's needs and wants is borderline simping, then I think we need to reevaluate that word. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely okay with it if that's what it means. So, um, <laughs> I think I, we really got to get this out of the way. We, uh, wow, we really diverted from what we were originally talking about. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> but Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Okay. I wanted us to do a, a mini bonus episode. Mm-hmm. When you were at the apartment and we were planning for today's episode. And then I was like, nope, like, it's fine. We'll just 
give ourselves five, ten minutes. So I, I already got to say it. Best album, hands down. Oh my God. I, I can't stop it. hyperfixating on it. Yeah, me neither. It's it's definitely my hyper focus right now. What are your top five? Top five? Well, I, we're, uh, well, wait, we're millennials, so MySpace, what's your top eight? Oh my goodness, top eight. That's I mean, that's almost the whole album, which I mean, pretty much is it. Unless you have the 3AM edition. I was, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I was, I've been listening to the 3AM edition. Of course. Okay, so my first top three that I feel like I focus on and I repeat the most would definitely be Lavender Haze. Of course. Karma. Yes. And Antihero. Yes. Like... Those are the ones that I keep going back to. Mm-hmm. I really also love shoulda, coulda, woulda. Uh-huh. Um, we have all been there. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Totally messed that up. I do really like that. Bejeweled. Yes. Fucking love it. Yes. That is my new, like, self-discovery, self-love journey anthem. Yeah. Maroon. That's the most I have on repeat. And, re- and Maroon, too. Maroon is, I feel like, a lot. It's, like, a lot of, it's, it's a lot of, like, I feel like recognizing a lot of mm-hmm. pain that one has been through in a prior relationship or something. Right. Like, but that there was also some positivity in that toxic relationship too. Like even a relationship that is toxic can have positive. So it was like trying to look at it from all angles. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Another one that I really liked is, um, oh goodness, I'm forgetting the title of it. The one about something in the world with the... Bigger than the whole sky. That, yeah, bigger mm-hmm. than the whole sky. I feel like, man, that one makes me cry. Does it? Yeah. That one makes me think of, like, letting go of, like, your past self. Yeah. Or missing, like, a better part of yourself that you want to maybe eventually go back to, but you have to say goodbye for now. Yeah. Like, it's definitely about grief. Yeah. But I, I felt it, like, from an internal mm-hmm. standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you feeling about the songs? I know I didn't say eight, but... That's okay. I was just, you know, nostalgia. <laughs> Number one, uh, Bejeweled. New anthem, mm, mm-hmm. anti-hero, because like I have been, I've been taking more responsibility for the actions that I caused for my own self mm-hmm. and realizing that, you know, sometimes I r- truly am my own fucking problem. Yeah. I love how it's funny though, too. The song itself right. is like, it, it has fun with the fact that you're recognizing like, hi, I'm part of my own problem. <laughs> right. And to remove the shame. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I think we can all relate that at some point in our life, we didn't want to admit our own wrongdoings and thinking that like, yeah, maybe I, maybe this problem that I'm dealing with is Mm -hmm. because of my actions. Mm -hmm. Maroon, most definitely. (laughs) Lavender Haze. I cannot listen to Labyrinth because I already go down enough rabbit holes that I don't need to be hearing a song about how she goes down her own rabbit holes because I'm like, I'm like, girl, we, mm -mm, I can't do that right now. That's one I don't find myself listening to a bunch either. I love series. Karma. Oh, like a yeah. cat in my lap because it loves me. Yes. yes. I love everything about that song. So much of that song, it defines a lot of trying to be so perfect and trying to like live that like higher life that either someone told you to live. Like I feel like there's a lot of expectations and I've lived feeling that way, a lot of pressure and expectations. And I've tried to be like that better person. I feel like even in my own profession, I always have to, you know, you always have to choose to be the better person have to be a professional I have to be this way and this way and this way to like fit in mm-hmm. and then like so I can never like be the bad guy it mm-hmm. feels like sometimes and so it's I'm like believing in karma now we're going to Billie Eilish I know but which love her too but I feel as though um when you believe in karma and I feel like that's also part of like the witchcraft aspect too you know feeling that 
you know, it's nice when you see like other people getting their comeuppance, I guess I would say. Yeah. What they deserve. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they've done some bad shit to you. I love vigilante shit. And then the great war is mine for Nicholas because he has been so supportive of my self healing journey and has been not only supportive, but very patient while I um, have recently been reopening up some very old wounds and finally processing them. And so I put that on my playlist for him. I love that. Um, I love that you picked one for him. That's so you too. And that's so with like our love of music, which I know. Yeah, here we are talking yes. about just talking, not even. It's, it's, it's like anybody can do something, but are you good enough? We can sing. We just are not good at doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Michael is trapped up in this room while he had to listen Let's to us. us. Sing. He's, he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yes. Shout out to Michael for helping us again today. <laughs> yes. Welcome back, Michael. Welcome yes. back to the show. <laughs> Would you feel comfortable rating your mental health today? And then yeah. maybe we can draw some tarot cards. Yes, definitely. Okay. So mental health today. I, I'm feeling pretty chill, feeling pretty good. I mean, I never feel perfect. So I'll say a nine out of 10. Okay. Um, so I'm, that's higher than last week. Yes. I'm, I think it's because I was so excited to see us successfully finish recording our first episode. Yeah. Like I have been on cloud nine ever since that time mm-hmm. and really enjoying hearing some of the little tidbits of playback and hearing how the editing is going and which has been so much fun by the way yes all credit goes to jaron and michael for all of his help yeah jaron is gonna be a huge part of our editing process and i definitely give all credit to you michael's pointing at me and no really like (laughs) michael over there has been giving us a lot of help a lot more help than i think that he's willing to take yes definitely (laughs) willing to take credit for you know you give um a man who loves tedious things a tedious project (laughs) and oh honey i was trimming i was cutting i was basically like trigger warning for substance abuse but it basically like somebody who had popped a 30 milligram extended release adderall and was (laughs) and was taking hangnail scissors and cutting the lawn with hangnail scissors because i was i was getting deep honey Deep. I have never been so deep into sound waves my entire life. Also, you're getting you're getting a necklace for um, our anniversary of a sound wave of the word um, so that you can see what it looks like because I have seen. Oh my god! I've cut so many of them out that you know what the um (laughs) sound wave looks like. Dear lord! I see them coming up and I go, "That's an um," and then um, I'm like, "Yep." I love it. I love that you literally recognize the actual sound bit, like the little piece that's an um i'm also i've been officially in my brain now picturing you laying down in the grass with scissors like it's literally place, cutting individual it pieces is not of a grass. pretty scene i promise you that <laughs> it is not pretty <laughs> but like i'm picturing you like fully concentrating on it now oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've just yeah. been so excited it's 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 been a journey getting to that point and then having all the nerves for that and then letting it all go and yeah. us getting through it and being like okay we can do this. I'm really excited. So, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. So I'm very excited for all of the stuff that we already have been doing and Mm -hmm. all the stuff we're doing in the future, our stuff today. I feel like life is still going pretty awesome, cute and long-term. So I'm in a good place. Good. Yeah. What about you? I'm probably about a six or a seven. I had a really weird dream last night and Mm -hmm. it just, I hate when they bleed into my afternoon, but well, you know what? Let's take that back. I'm more of like a seven, eight. I'm not, 
I'm I'm in a pretty high good mood, and um, I think I'm just a little tired. Yeah. Just a little tired. I think My, we both are. It's like the end of the week, too. Yeah, and yeah. I still have two more very long days. I really should be, like, ramping myself up for my two busiest days of the week, but... Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, just remember to get rest for yourself. I feel like that's important, although that's easier said than done. It's easier said than done, especially <laughs> because this uh, this coming weekend is Halloween, and yeah. I gotta get... We're going as the ghosts from Taylor Swift's anti-hero music video. Oh my goodness, that's to, freaking great. To my brother's party, and that's I... That's freaking great. I know. I can't wait to show up More in, Taylor in Swift. But yes, um... Okay. Would you like to get into uh, our our cards for the evening? Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. I think you should draw first this time. Okay. So I drew the Your Life is a Canvas card. The Ooh. keywords are artist, manifestation, and creative accountability. It's uh, very unique to be seeing this card this evening, especially with what the notes I have written down and what we are actually going to be getting into this this episode and I think it's very fitting. I'm very happy with it and I have been taking some time to create accountability within myself, holding myself accountable for the things that I may be my own problem for, anti-hero, mm -hmm. manifesting some better things and remembering that this is a project for me to be creative as an artist that I am and I can have plenty of mediums mm -hmm. and I am very excited about this card. I, oh, there's also other descriptions, but I'm losing them now. So, <laughs> so what did you draw? You don't have to have them all memorized. No, yeah, but I love I how it said creative because that that definitely is a part of you. And I feel like, yet again, for the was this the third, third time, time now because we did one before the first podcast too. Like, it relates to stuff that we're going to talk about and we didn't draw some specific card with a meaning because lord knows as we i think described earlier we don't have these memorized so there's no way to do that and i think you've pulled something that's highly relatable to the podcast to your life who you are as a person mm -hmm. and i feel like our connection and stuff too i really like that that's awesome so what did you pull i pulled the hanged man um, Ugh. which is, but I, I pulled it upright, which is actually, no, it's, it's pretty good. Meanings and keywords for it are pause, surrender, letting go, and new perspectives. So I think that's actually a positive. I think there are, you know, I think there's a lot to be said in like kind of cleansing oneself and letting go mm -hmm. of things that are holding you back. I mean, in relation to the card that I pulled from the first mm -hmm. episode um, about, you know, self-restriction and different things like that. Things kind of, like that. Things like that. Letting myself, you know, just feel things out and go with the flow a little bit more, which was something that I said last episode I was struggling with. Decision-making for uh, the upcoming trip that I'm going to be making. Yeah clothes and stuff like that and just where you know I feel like my body is at versus fitting into clothes we talked about that a bit and just kind of settling with things and where they're at and just keeping going I also feel like kind of taking that pause I need to be reminded of that a bit mm -hmm. right to take a pause and to relax and yeah. let things see how they're gonna play out I have a really hard time doing that <laughs> yeah. so I like the reminder um it's something that I'll kind of like take with me into the next couple of days here at yeah. least I had a similar conversation with a client today, Austin Barron, if you're listening to this episode right now, which I know that you are, we were just discussing this, <laughs> how I have a hard time being present because I'm so excited about the potential of a person, a scenario, mm -hmm. a journey, a, a project, a job, an opportunity really is the word I should be, should have been searching for, but I did pull it out. And I said, I have a hard time being present and enjoying what I'm doing right now because all I want to do is 
I want to get to where I know the potential can be. And mm-hmm. need, you you want to be at the end of the journey and see the success and you don't have to go through the woods. Right. What? He said the woods. Taylor Swift, the fucking woods. Oh my woods. God. We're coming back to Taylor the Swift. The fucking woods. What is that? The 1989 <sighs> album? I feel like it's the 1989. Oh, yeah, the woods? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> Just really quick before we do our PJs and uniform hats, our uniform hats. <laughs> so much just i am gonna cut that out probably not <laughs> no don't no. please don't get that our listeners need to hear how silly be, you are and how silly funny. i am and us just being idiots be, we are not being idiots take that back yes we're okay we're being, we're being silly. silly geese yes we're, we're being, being silly, silly geese <laughs> i don't even know what it was gonna you be you said before before I know. we get to I, wanted, I just and... wanted to say something about taylor swift um, <sighs> I, she's amazing Taylor's the oh the importance of my relationship with Taylor Swift mm. because of my relationship with my partner Nicholas Lily one of my kids from my second job hi Lily I know that you're listening right now when All Too Well's short video came out mm-hmm. she told me to watch it and I said okay so I went to go watch it on my thirty minute break and I got like thirty seconds into it and I was like oh this is too boring then Nicholas and I got back together and he wanted to show me the video because. It meant something to him that the video came out while we were apart. Okay. And it was, he was like, I want you to, I want to, because music is such a love language of mine. He Mm -hmm. goes, I I want to share your love language with you. Agreed. And I sat on that couch and cried and cried and cried. And I looked at him and I said, if I had watched this video before we got back together, I never would have taken this leap of faith for us to do this again. That's really huge. Because of some similar parallel dynamics in that video that Mm -hmm. were bringing up a lot of old memories. Not that we had a, an exact relationship by any means, just like that feeling of certain pains. And it was really amazing. I I would like to manifest this, that one day I'll be able to afford meet and greet tickets so I can cry in front of her and tell her your music is what got us back to, is a part of us getting back together. That's, yeah, that, that would be, I mean, that would be amazing. I know. And that's really sweet. I know. And so for this, for Midnight's to be coming out now while we're in such a good place in our relationship, almost a year after we had gotten back together, it's like, we're, we're very happy. So That's awesome. I actually, okay, so you reminded me of a story that I wanted to share, but I kind of got lost in all of our different discussions, too. You get lost in the sauce. Yes, yes. Willow was a more recent, pretty meaningful song for me from Taylor Swift. Um, I think you probably can tell why, but the music video especially, and sort of her and this guy being sort of kept apart, but her following this golden thread to, oh, for them honey. to be together at the end. Yes. And that was just, that was just absolutely completely related to, or I related it to my relationship with Spencer and us being apart. For our listeners, my husband is from Canada and we, when we started dating, the borders closed due to COVID. And so a good part of the beginning of our relationship and for the first two, about two years was actually kept at a distance. And so mm. we developed a pretty cool, unique relationship, which I'm sure we can get into in another episode. Um, it's a really, it's a really sweet story that I would love to share with our listeners one day. But Willow was that song that I cried and both smiled to when we were apart. And it really helped me a lot when I was missing him. And I played it in the car recently and I was singing like crazy to it. And Spencer looked over me and I was like, what? And I got all embarrassed. And I'm like, 
well, I used to play this all the time because I missed you. And it's like, oh, well, it's just because you're really cute. And I'm like, okay. Thanks. <laughs> that, one, that one definitely holds a lot of meaning to me, too. So there's definitely some songs out there from her that I think we've just really identified with and feeling like we've grown with her through her music, too. Right. And her music means a lot. I feel like it's there's a lot of poetry in there. Um, yeah. with a lot of like hidden meanings and things that can go really deep into different emotional aspects of That's someone's life. That's what I life. love most about indie music. Yes, or singer-songwriter right. type stuff, right? Um, Lover is going to be our first dance song. Aww. Yes, yeah, I love my, that. My, my lover. <laughs> All right, enough. Enough. I and said Taylor Swift I said, the whole episode. I said, I said five to ten minutes, and it has been way longer than that. That's yeah, fine. Hey, That's fine. I mean, you know what? Whatever. I it's know. It's all about Taylor you know, right now. It's her, it's her. This is like, I'm okay to live in Taylor's world. You know? Like, but I'm okay. We are in our world. Yes. We, true. We, we have a plan. I know. We want the kids to know us. But I know. first, <laughs> uniform check. Are you in uniform? All right, you can call me out. I've got my PJs on. I've literally got cute little, like, ghost pants on here, but I'm feeling like a shower witch because I've got my shower towel on my head still, so. She's a, she's a mermaid. Yes. I'm You're a, little, a mermaid. I'm a mermaid. Well, what a surprise <laughs> because my hat came in the mail and <laughs> so I, now you're wearing I it. <laughs> came directly from work and I changed into PJs in the, in the bathroom at the place that I work. My other job that I, my other small business. Anyway, we're going to do a little Q&A. There are some things that we would like to share with all of you. And then we're going to play a game or two and kind of bring some ha-has into your world. And then um, at the very end, we are going to talk about a moon cycle. Because tomorrow there is going to be a full moon. And we're going to talk about that a little bit since that is part of our craft, my craft specifically. We can get into mm-hmm. that down the road. So yeah, um, Heather, I would like to ask you the first question. Is that okay? Yes. No, it's not really a question. It's more so of like... You're like, no, I'm doing it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to tell the people how we met. This is an epic story of a fabulously energetic, gay as heck hairdresser. Gay as heck. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate that. And his magic pixie dream girl client and I felt like after I thought about that I'm like I'm gonna trademark that and we're gonna make that into a future fantasy novel and then a Netflix series like we're gonna like enter this world with like dragons but you'll still also be a hairdresser and I'll like get little pixie wings but like we'll just like (laughs) play around and be fabulous I like how he said I wasn't gonna tell people too much about what I do for work and then you the first question was how the how tell people we met okay well how are we gonna Okay, everybody, Let's I've been a hairdresser for 12, 13 years. I've owned a small business for six. It's no big deal. It is a big it deal. It is a big deal. You're right. You're, you're right. You've, I'm discrediting myself. Anyway. You've been doing so much. You own a, your whole, your own business. <laughs> anyway, please tell, tell the children Goodness. how we met. I'm so sorry. Okay, well, I have me. a lot to say about you and how awesome you are, so you better be ready for all these compliments, okay? And about you being an amazing in. hairdresser, so... Well, the imposter Shush. syndrome is kicking in, so I appreciate it. I'm going <laughs> to tell Brenda to shut up, and I'm going to let you continue. <laughs> and I'm going to... My cheeks are going to be rosy in your room. <laughs> Taylor Swift again. Goodness. 
Well, I mean, I, I trust people very little with my hair. Um, it, I care about it. I'm very particular. Um, I know I'm a, I'm a double process bleach blonde girl who also loves doing a lot of fun color combos. And I feel like with that comes high risk for damaging your hair. You want to find the right people who are using the right products and going to do the right thing. Um, I needed to find someone to do my hair. I was still driving back and forth from Cincinnati after moving to Fort Wayne. So literally about three hours one way just to get my hair done. Um, really trusted the person that I had been working with for... I don't know, I think like seven plus years or whatever. So having to find someone new was very daunting to me because I trusted that person and it was gonna be hard to move on. I feel like you develop really good relationships with your hairdressers, you know? We are glorified therapists. Yes, I mean literally. <clears throat> so a mutual friend of mine from work, she knows who she is, uh, said to check out the artistry that Jaren has done with color. Honestly, it was love at first sight from the photos that I saw of your prior work. And I'm like, I need to get a consultation with him. I need to see what's going on here because he seems great and I would love to work with him. So here I am meeting this wonderful hair artist and he's this balanced mix of sweet energy with motherly love and empathy, even in how he approached my hair. Like just going through different tips and tricks, like how to take care of your hair and things like that if we do the things that we're gonna do with all the colors. It just made me wanna open up to to you and, and learn all about your life. I could tell we probably shared in similar opinions on a variety of topics, but I didn't yes. realize just how much we would connect on high level of a multitude of things, and to me the rest was history. Did I do a good job? I, I had to look down at the ground the entire time that you told that story. <laughs> So yes, she, yep, she was a referral client and I trauma dumped on her at the tail end of that appointment and <laughs> I knew that I was going to have quite a friendship with this one and, and I was like, no, Jaren, calm down, calm down, <laughs> let her come back first, so... Yes, well, I still want to tell you that I don't think you trauma dumped on me, but... I know you have your opinions on that. I, st I still don't think that to this day. There's nothing wrong with talking to someone about things. And if I had thought differently, I would have said, hey. But yes, you are correct. I would have considered what I did trauma dumping on you, especially with you being a first time appointment. And not that like we had any inappropriate conversations, but it was like, oh, wow. If I had been in your position probably 20 years ago, I probably would have looked at me and been like, well, 20 years ago, I would have been 11 years old. So yeah, mm -hmm. I would have looked at me and been like, mm, probably shouldn't be saying these kinds of things to me. Yeah, but I'm that person who I was like, I'm an open book. I'm like, honestly, just talk to me. Tell me about these things. Like I asked you to tell me more. So... I mean, you're right. you're right. All right. But anyways, I'm going to ask you something now. Okay. Um, why the Typically Divergent podcast and why did you pick me? Well, I was at the time of COVID lockdown was going on. I was working for another company as a second job. One of the many benefits that we were provided with was free Spotify premium. And I found podcasts through Spotify during lockdown when I was bored of listening to the same five album albums that I was always listening to. <laughs> I stumbled upon other podcasts that delved into some ideology that I followed and some opinions that I would say that I believed in. Specifically, one that validated a lot of my mental health problems that I was dealing with. Okay. And I was it was a way for me to escape because I love to binge 
<laughs> and I binged. Once you find something. That's right. And, not the hyper-focus. Right. <laughs> and because of our neurodivergencies, I wanted us to have a name to... Basically, I want to change the world that hurt me, the way that podcasts have changed me. And I developed a passion for them because it's all I would listen to. My Spotify wrap-up at the end of the year is nothing but Spotify, is nothing but podcasts. Mm-hmm. I My, like, timed list to music is barely a fraction. Wow. Yeah, so that's definitely changed yes. once you discovered podcasts yes. too and the you've second listened I, to plenty of them, yeah. Yeah, the second I wake up brushing my teeth, getting my dog outside the door. Every time I have a chance to listen to music, I'm listening to podcasts instead. That's awesome. I wanted us to go on this journey together because I had received a tarot reading in July at Pride and it was very confirming that like hey, there's this thing that you want to follow and chase and you should go do it. I immediately texted Heather. This was July 27th. I texted you and I said, I just had this tarot reading and we need to do this podcast. I have an idea for a name. Are you interested? Please let me know. She came in to the salon on the 22nd of August. (laughs) She goes, hi, how are you? I said, I'm fine. Did you get my text message? And she goes, yeah, let's, let's do it. And so (laughs) I wanted to play on our neurodivergencies and... Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like neurodivergent, neurotypical is not something that, it's not something that we identify as. And Mm -hmm. so I thought, well, let's come up with um, a name that plays on that. And I was given some assistance in doing so. And so here we are, Typically Divergent. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Why did you want to be a part of this journey with me? Why did you take that risk? Of course, any new adventure that you go on comes with its risks. But I think as I was sort of talking about our story, I can't imagine doing so with anyone else. I loved your idea. The fact that you immediately talked about neurodivergence and including that even in our title and the fact that it's about, you know, of course us, but our listeners and people that don't necessarily fit into this one-way track with society yeah and you know you are you as I said previously I felt when we met we shared in a connection that went beyond me going to get my hair done Uh, I feel as though I can be myself with you and my real self which I feel like that's important when you're doing a podcast especially when we're talking about mental health relationships otherworldly things, witchcraft, our woo-woo shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it needs to be with someone that I feel safe with. And I feel as though if, if I'm safe when I'm talking to you and I, I feel like I can be in that mode, then I can be my real self and then I can be my real self to listeners too. And so I feel like you promote that in me and like, it's really awesome. So I, I'm really happy to be on this journey with you. That's literally what we want for our listeners too, right? I want us to be able to chill and laugh, but also discuss the tough shit that we face in this world and find ways to cope through that. You have been an awesome supportive friend. I believe in the dynamic that we have and I want to set that kind of mood for the community that we want to create and be a part of. Don't you get emotional on me. You're looking at me and I'm like, you're going to make me teary-eyed just talking about that. But I feel like we have this connection, right? Well, we do. I just, I completely disassociated for a second and I I remembered the question that I needed to ask Michael. I don't know. I just felt like we have like this connection and it just makes me feel so good to be doing this with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. What do you want most out of this podcast? What do you want to share with the world and audience? Uh, Like I said before, I want to help change and shape the world that is around me. Um, I want 
people just feel seen and validated. I want to, I know that this may sound, and I know that I always say this before I say what I'm gonna say. I know that this sounds a little egotistical. I've always known that I meant to change the lives of those around me. And as a healer, I think that this is a really great way for me to be able to reach the people that I want to reach. And this is a really great way for me to be able to do it without having to speak to every one individual who could benefit from the help and the love that I think that I am capable of giving. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe in that. That's literally sort of why I was saying I would wanted to work with you. <laughs> yeah. And I freaking love podcasts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, your whole Spotify review is podcast. So I think that's that's pretty supportive of that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what would you like most out of this podcast? I I felt like my, my thoughts were very similar to yours. Um, I really want to share an empathy and validation for others on their journey through life particularly anyone going through a tough time, those who don't fit in with what I will say is America's societal rigid standards. I feel like there's more of us out there, the neurodivergent type folks, than we sometimes think. And I think a lot of it has to do with masking. A lot of it has to do with people who don't feel comfortable actually being their, their real selves. I want us to be able to be a community and I want to create that sort of community where people can be open about that and be more about their real selves. And then as people become more com comfortable with others that are like them, mm. they become more comfortable, in my opinion, and this, this is how I've experienced it, I'm more comfortable being that true self with people who maybe their opinion of me would differ from mm -hmm. that because I've stopped caring because yeah. I know that others already accept me. So now I can be like that with other people. Um, I really want to stand up for people who have been oppressed, are oppressed, and those who haven't felt like they have a voice. I know that this is a little bit political, but people who continue to not see the change that they've been asking for in the world and people who are seeing their rights being taken away now, us kind of going in a backwards direction in this country, I want us to be able to also build a community that is inclusive for yeah. those who have been going through that. I'm, you know, as a female, feel currently involved in that for sure. We want to make the world a better place, right? And I want to learn from people too, people who aren't like me. And I think bringing all of those people together in community is a really awesome thing. And I've seen that in other podcasts and yeah. I, I want to be able to do that as well. And I want to have a good time with people and people who are like-minded and just people who are kind. And I want to, I want to be a part of that. Tell me a little bit about you and... What, with whatever you're comfortable sharing. Well, um, it's really unique for... This is the first time that I have been asked to tell anybody about myself since my most recent breakthroughs of my trauma healing and therapy. Um, I used to use all of my trauma as a way to identify as who I was, and that is no longer the case. Parts of me I'm still learning, and what I do know is that I am a 31-year-old Lyra starseed. I am an empath, which is a blessing and a curse. I love being artistic. I am also basically a fruit salad of mental illnesses uh, <laughs> that I no longer am allowing to control the my fruit life. fruit salad. <laughs> it is not yummy yummy. <laughs> It is not yummy, yummy. Can I pause you for one second? Because yeah. I want to ask a quick question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna diverge here. Okay. Um, so I've heard of star seeds before, but I, it's still something that I'm learning about too. 
how would you define yourself as a starseed if you're willing to go in on that? The night of my most traumatic experience was my greatest spiritual awakening. Brought up a lot of old problems that created a traumatic event, but right before the traumatic event, there was this beautiful thing that I could never describe in words that something amazing happened. And it was very eye-opening that I needed to get my shit together. Okay. And knowing the ability that I have to be able to change the lives in the people that I meet and knowing that I have never really truly felt this was home. This never, planet. This planet. Not that like I'm an alien, just like <laughs> I really don't like being on Earth. <laughs> but I'm here for a reason, so I have to fucking do it. I gotcha. And I am learning what that is. And I mm -hmm. believe that changing the lives of the people around me is something that is a mission of mine. And so how can I do that? I've been looking in so many different ways and have never really enjoyed it. And this is a new way for me to be able to do that. And so far, I'm really loving it. So and it's mm -hmm. only our second episode. Yeah. But awesome. yeah, thank you for asking. That sounded really condescending. I'm sorry. <laughs> thank you. think so. Thank you for asking. <laughs> So fruit salad. Fruit salad. <laughs> I'm most definitely a feminist. Uh, I'm a huge lover and I'm a dog dad. Shout out to Dozer Marie, Donatella, Gianni, Versace, Reisinger, Williams. Oh I love God. you so much. I don't know if you mm -hmm. ever told me Dozer's full name. Yeah. Can it's, you say that one more time? Because I just loved it. Dozer Marie, Mendoza, Donatella, Gianni, Versace, Reisinger, Williams. Wow. Like, I absolutely love it. That is a fashion designer is, name if I ever heard he one. He is definitely, he definitely wears fashion clothes. I'll oh, tell you that. Oh, yes. In, in my head. In he, my head, he is. <laughs> when it comes to my craft, I'd like to be a cosmic and a plant witch because I love to use the stars as a way to help guide me. And I love nature. I love tarot cards, saging, crystals, and meditation. Also, I am a silly goose. If you couldn't tell, <laughs> my language, my love languages are words of affirmation, quality time spent, physical touch, and music. <laughs> So what are you comfortable telling the children about right. yourself? First off, I'm 33 years old. Oh, goodness. The 35 is getting close there. Sometimes I wish I could just stop. Like, let's not move any further. Age hey, is just a number. It is. It is. Hey, at least I'm the same age as Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. It all comes back around again. It always comes back to Taylor Swift today. Anyways, I'm an Aquarius, and yes, that means I'm the weirdo of the bunch. <laughs> the often misunderstood but ethereal ones, literally stereotyped, quote-unquote, as the alien of the Zodiacs, and I think I feel that pretty pretty good nowadays like I, and I but I own it now whereas before I think I tried to hide it um I think looking back I've done a lot of masking in my life regarding who I really am on the inside um you know just to fit in and make friends as a kid and into early adulthood my closest friends knew the real me though but after getting onto the path that I think that I'm currently in right now I'm much more open about who I am and who I want to be in life and again mm -hmm. I think that relates to you know I feel safe being who I am with you I've felt safer about opening up about you know all the different ways in which I'm a nerd you know to other people over yeah. time like things like that also the mental health issues that I struggle with um and I honestly not having to feel like you have to mask all the time Oh my goodness, that's such a relief, yeah. <laughs> which I know we can get into in a whole nother episode. We can make a whole episode about that, but that's been a huge part of, I think, my 
journey with mental health and things too. It's kind of difficult to explain, but this kind of goes with the Aquarius side of me. I think sometimes I can get spacey and yet at the same time or in the next moment, I'm listening deeply to someone tell me their stories and experiences. I feel like you, you feel that like yeah. <laughs> sometimes it is just the ADHD and I'm just spacing out and disassociating. But I think other times the spacey part is actually me going into this it's kind of hard to explain, but I always feel like it's this philosophical, bigger picture kind of realm of thinking. And then that becomes part of my empathy towards someone in the story that they're telling because I feel that I can relate to how they're feeling on a bigger picture if they're looking for that. You know, first comes listening, but also, you know, being able to offer some thoughts on it too if, you know, you're talking to a friend. I definitely agree that being an empath is a blessing and a curse. I I definitely feel as though I'm an empath as well. It can make it hard to cope when there's a lot of sad or bad things happening and you feel it individually or as a society and even on a planetary level, but that's been a huge part of my life. I've been through a variety of traumas that I also face my own mental illnesses related to all of that, but therapy has and continues to help me heal. I still have my struggles, but I have a much easier time seeing sort of that magic within myself nowadays, as mm -hmm. I would call it. I, I feel like in a way, the struggles that we go through and the things that the way that we come out of things, it's almost like an evolution. It's it's like our evolved <clears throat> selves and we just keep evolving. Metamorphosis by Hilary yes. Duff. Oh my God. We're butterflies. Again, everybody, we can sing. We just can't sing. Um, but on a more fun <laughs> note, I, I feel like I just wanted to be Sailor Moon when I grew up uh, with magical powers from the moon and gorgeous as hell outfits to kick evil in the face. Yeah, can't help it. Anime reference. I'm gonna say I will say Anime I'm from now so on. I promise. I'm just yes. so proud of you. I'm just I'm I want to be Sailor Moon. Okay, I you know what it's fine, I baby. still you can be whatever you want. I don't hurt still anybody. fucking want to be Sailor Moon. I don't know what I'm gonna get like my little transformation one, but I fucking want it so bad. And if someone can send me a real one one day, like I'll be so happy. I just want to be Sailor Moon. Get off this planet and go to the moon and live on it in my nice little castle with. Tuxedo mask, aka no. Spencer. No, we have you to fix. You can come with me. We have to fix the one that we're on. We're not running away Venus. from this planet like Elon. That's true. We do need to fix this Earth. We, we do need to fix the planet. And that's what Sailor Moon was about too, right? Like she wanted to fix the Earth that she was on. She didn't even know about her past life on the moon. So, <laughs> see, now I'm getting nerdy. But I am, I, other things about me, I am very nerdy. I love video games. I collect autographed special edition fantasy novels. Um, I'm obviously into anime shows. I'm all up in that horror shit. Any kind of shows, movies, anything dealing with horror stuff. Love it. Video games. I would say quality time and words of affirmation are my love languages. Kind of a brat with a praise kink. <laughs> I feel Look that. at you shaking your head. <laughs> Listeners can't see it, but um, even Jaren is shaking his head. Moving forward, I will make sure that I will not take advantage of that, but I will use that to my advantage. <laughs> Don't! I'm like, thank that, you so much shit. for doing... I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing now that you know that? Like, you're just a good girl for doing your homework oh, for the God. podcast. <laughs> Oh my god. Nicholas, I'm so sorry. I promise I would never say that again. Stacy, everybody, his family, my family. I'm blushing so hard right now. Spencer's gonna eventually hear this and like all my friends. Oh my goodness. 
but hey, I talked about being a real me, you know? Right. <laughs> Moving on, I feel like to kind of like the summary and like we've talked a little bit about ourselves and such and so the listeners can get to know us a little bit more, but like the things happened and what took place for us to get here at this very moment of getting into this podcast. It took a global pandemic for me to like podcasts, to appreciate <laughs> them. It took me reaching out to you and saying that I am not going to do this podcast unless you do it with me. And thank you for that. I, You're again, very welcome. I appreciate it like times a bajillion. You're so very welcome. There was a client, Liz. I hope she's listening. I'm sure she is. <laughs> uh, she essentially picked the name. I was down to two different options. And I said, this is where we're at. And she goes, I like this one. And I said, all right, then that's the name. Awesome. We, well, thank you, Liz. Yes. I don't know Liz, but thank you, Liz. Liz, thank you. Uh, we were given a chance to purchase these microphones at cost by somebody who I can't say their name because I wanted to remain anonymized. That's really fine. I love you. Thank you for helping us. Yes, thank you. My future brother-in-law, Connor, gifted me a MacBook Pro so that we could record and something that I can edit these episodes on. He was like, do you want this? And I was like, I don't have any money to give you. And he goes, I'm not asking for any money. Just go chase a dream. And I was like, well, then if you're willing to give it to me, then sure. So our three biggest pieces of equipment were practically, I, I know it's very privileged of me to say that, mm -hmm. that we were just kind of basically handed over the stuff to do this. True. So, at the same time, just to briefly interrupt, I do think that that says a lot about who you are as a person and people believing in you and the dream that you had and started. Because as I've said throughout this episode, like all credit goes to you. This is all, you know, your idea bringing me into this. And I think, you know, there's a lot of people who believe in you and, you know, believe in us. And I think that's wonderful. And I, I'm certainly very grateful and thankful for that. And yeah. Moving forward. <laughs> Uh, Michael was the third person to ask me if I wanted any assistance with recording. And at that point, I was like, all right, like, I, I want Michael's assistance. So, Michael, thank you. Yes, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Um, Spencer, Heather's husband, is in the middle of working on our logo right now. We got our first rough draft of it yesterday, and it is looking very nice for our first rough yes, draft. I love it. It has taken the support of Nicholas to say, whatever dream you want to follow, I, I'll be here for you. And when I get excited about these things, when I tell him how much of my mental capacity is being used thinking about this project, he is as excited about it as I am, and I don't get the like the opposite end of a reaction that some people can probably get from a partner when they get excited about something. And I know mm -hmm. that I felt that before, so it was really nice for me to be able to say like, hey, can I keep you up to date on what we're doing? Like, yeah, of course, I wanna know. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> even in, even the smallest of things yeah he gets excited about Aww, it well, that's has awesome. it has taken yeah. an entire village for us to get here really really it has yeah spencer's been nothing but supportive as well i will say so thank you spencer too and if we <laughs> i made a point to write down everybody to make sure that they were given their thank yous if you were missed out please let me know yeah, we definitely want to make sure that everyone who has helped us in this journey so far, you know, and everything definitely that we thank them and yeah, and all of that. So yeah, okay, Absolutely. fun stuff. Now let's play yes. a game. Let's play a game. Okay. Yes. Also, I love how you like. I was like, 
I think this points to how wonderful you are as a person and how like people are willing to support you and you're just like I don't even know what to say to that so moving on yep. <laughs> now you not being able to accept compliments full transparency no shade no shade no shade no no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade to any of my family or friends when I started my other business six years ago. But but I have more people that are excited about this than I did opening up my I salon. Got you. I gotcha. So we are going to play Pick Your Poison. Yes, Pick Your Poison. Pick Your Poison. So uh, uh, would you rather a game? Would you either be able to wear clothes that cover your belly button? No. Wait, what? <laughs> would you rather be unable to wear clothes that cover your belly button or never shower again? Definitely just wear clothes that show my belly button so oh, you would never yeah. shower again wait what oh no because no. 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 that's what i would do oh goodness no 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 i don't no. want my belly button to show no 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 i'd rather be able to shower never being able to shower for years i can't i can't it... i need to be able to clean unless unless we're talking like are you i mean are you gonna be like but all right are we gonna be overanalyze it like yeah you can take a bath i mean if we're gonna do that then yeah but I'm thinking like you can never clean yourself again. If that's the case, then I gotta I gotta just show that belly button, okay? I'm not I showing. might have some body dysmorphia issues, but I'll have to deal with it. I'm not showing. I'm not walking around <laughs> like this. You just get dirty. I get just dirty. Be dirty would, and I would smelly. Find, I would find ways to not stink. Okay. Okay. I don't know okay. what that I don't know what that would entail, but I would find ways to make sure I just You didn't would have stink. like the best perfume collection in the whole world. The most potent. The most potent. This is what you wear on day 17. The super strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, what about when you get to, like, day, like, 5,000? Okay? Ew, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm talking, like, 10 years this from is, now. This is the first time that I did not look that far into the future <laughs> of anything. I'm like, just one day at a time with that oh one. Oh, my goodness. I love this game already. Would you either wear a monocle at all times or never be able to drink plain water again? I'm fine with not being able to drink plain water again. Because really? Because I freaking hate water. Yeah, I'll just flavor it, man. But then it's not water. I can't. I can't. I hate water. You're 80% of it. <laughs> and so I drink fucking iced coffee. <laughs> I'm a millennial, okay? My coffee is made of water, okay? That's my water for Your the day. Your coffee is made of water. That's, well, why I have, that's why I get kidney stones, okay? <laughs> In my I past. love my water. I... I love water. I okay. I like water, but I gotta flavor it somehow. I can't. Plain water is so difficult. That's why you I make it know. cold. Monocles yeah. are annoying. Could you? You gotta like squint your eye constantly around that shit. I would just get it. I would get it like screwed into my eyelid oh. or my eyebrow, so that it would just never be a problem. Like, oh, I got a monocle. It's do, like some steampunk shit right there. Do you there. like my unicle? I used to call them <laughs> unicles when I was younger, cause, cause like you know, like one uni. Oh my goodness. I, yeah. No, I want my flavored water, so I don't, I, yeah, I wouldn't care about that. You're right. I'm not here to judge you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just telling you that you're not properly yeah, hydrated. Yeah, but it's okay. See, like, but I love this game because then we're like, we're being judgy, but it's just like on a surface level. It's okay. We can, we can judge level. each other. Okay. But we're, we're, we're not, we're a judgment free zone at the same time. <laughs> judgment. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, do you want to spend the next 24 months on a submarine that can't surface due to a threat of nuclear war? So for two years. 
or know the exact date of your death. Do I get to communicate with people outside of the submarine? Okay, don't know enough about submarine technology, but I would like to think that nowadays you can communicate with people outside of the submarine. I'm gonna we'll go with to, it. I'm gonna have to um, contact my people and have them let you know because I don't like the, the idea of knowing what the day of my death would be because like, I also don't want to know how I die. Oh, heck no. No, I don't want to know that either. I, I don't think I could ever pick that. But I don't know. I mean, Nicholas and I were apart for four years. Could I do it for two more? I could. I don't want to. Yeah. I um, mean, I would struggle with that too because of my separation with Spencer too. If I knew that, if I knew the day that I would die, I would be so self-destructive. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like I'd be like, all right, well, give me all the things I can't do anymore. Well, or it's like knowing that would make me like, I think I would have a hard time with life decisions too, right? Like if I knew I was dying in 10 years, would I want to have kids like deep stuff like that? Like that oh, would be yeah. really hard for me. I, I don't think I could live a normal life anymore which it, some people do you know that's like that's some real stuff that people go through when they feel like you know their their life isn't going well you know if i, I knew the that day state. that i was if i knew the day that i was going to be dying mm -hmm. and if it was within a certain time frame then i will gain the 250 pounds wait 250 pounds i know it's from that's the other it's, it's from the other oh. card you can't do that you can't bring back another card do you want to spend two years on a submarine and yes i will say you can contact people hey Nicholas, i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure you can be on a submarine that can contact people because it's I'm, up to my decision making apparently I, or you know the date of your death well i hope that submarine is yellow because we're all living in it for two years <laughs> yeah i mean it also doesn't say that you can't bring anybody it doesn't say you're sitting there alone you I know, and nicholas I... could live in a yellow submarine underwater and I then you'd be safe that. from the impending nuclear war oh my gosh i know I mean, but that what are you guys gonna end up like going crazy and like yes. after each other well i wouldn't say like after each other but like all <laughs> people surface. need their own time you're gonna have a wilson little wilson volleyball yes <laughs> i i would very much be a castaway at that yes point. oh my goodness would you rather only be able to communicate by shouting as loud as you can? <laughs> I feel like this is how most people just communicate in general. <laughs> like what? Or, I know we already are. Or be invisible to drivers when you step into a crosswalk. Oh. <laughs> well, let's think about it. I think it's pretty demographic. I think it really depends on where you live in Yeah, the world. I mean, New York City, that'd be pretty rough. But I don't live in New York City, so I think I'd be okay with being invisible to in the crosswalk because... I'll just wait. I'll I'll be passive. I don't, you know, I'll wait and then I'll go when there's not cars That's true. around. That is true. You could always just, you know, make sure, yeah, like you just said, you just make sure no cars longer. are there. Yeah. Well, you got to learn how to walk like a gay man. You got to get your yeah. shit out and go. Hell yeah. Shop. Just walk the catwalk across that thing. And the catwalk. Everywhere you go. Everybody knows you're somebody. The way you work that body. Oh my gosh! Everywhere He's making hand motions. Everybody. <laughs> this is becoming a musical uh, podcast today, and I love it. If anybody, we gotta make sure we don't get in trouble for singing too long. Yes, but that's okay. I'm basically the equivalent of a polyphonic ringtone. Yes. All right, would you rather wake up tomorrow not remembering who anyone else is or get attacked by a shark? Taking <laughs> the shark, baby. Yeah, I'd rather remember people. I, I would agree with you on that one. Like, that's yeah. a double-ended sword. Like, I could forget yeah. a lot of my, a lot of old pain. True. I could also be in an existential crisis not knowing 
what to do with my life or who I am or where I'm going. Yeah. You wouldn't know who anyone is. So even like the good things in your life too right now, which I feel like that to me, that's also not worth it. I'd rather lose my leg to Mr. Mr. Sharky shark. Why you gotta be a mister? Okay. Mrs. Sharky shark or miss. Or, or they, they sharky shark. Them's sharky sharks. Them's, them's, them's sharky, sharky sharks. sharks. Yes. I'm here for that. Would you rather have your high school yearbook photo become a meme or spit up a fur ball like a cat each time you cough? Would you rather have your high school yearbook photo become a meme mm-hmm. or spit up a fur ball like a cat each time you cough? <laughs> um. I want to be a meme. Yeah, but my high school photo, like... Ugh, I don't know if that would be a good one. Only, only ridiculous people peak in high school. It's okay if you didn't peak in high school. I did not. I did not peak in high school, that's for sure. Um, all right, fine, I'll take, I'll I'll be memefied. Okay. Yes, I'll be memefied. You'd be like the Ermagard Gershberms girl. (laughs) Yes. Yes, literally. Okay, only be able to read out loud... No. Or leave the country and never return for the remainder of your life. Oh, definitely that second one. <laughs> That's like the winner card for like us and our personal beliefs yeah. right now in this country. That That is the equivalent like, to the biggest, blackest dick in yes. the... What is that game? Um, And Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I yes. want that card every time. Yes, me too. Because I'm like, oh, that's so easy. Of course I'll leave. I love how they act like it's a bad thing and it's like... I mean, you can. You don't even have to give me money. Just help me get to like Finland, and I'm good, baby. Like, let me go to New Zealand. Sure, you gotta give me a job. I'll be good. <laughs> Would you rather have the police release a sketch of a murder suspect that looks exactly like you, <laughs> or have a small stream of chocolate pudding constantly leaking from your ear? Ew, that's so random. When we were going through these cars uh, and shuffling out the bad ones, I saw that one, and I actually did not think that chocolate pudding was the thing that was coming out of your hair. <laughs> I know. I know what we have both thought. Um, I would say I'll take the, I'll take the sketch because I don't really have anything to hide and I'm not out there murdering people. So like I, I'd be fine. DNA test me all that jazz. I don't give a shit. Like I really Just, have I have nothing to hide. I'll have my much. receipts. <laughs> Spend every day on an airplane. Or be absolutely convinced you're in the center of a conspiracy that isn't true. What's the conspiracy? I don't know. Whatever you do or don't want it to be. I I mean, assume that it's... I mean, because it's like pick your poison, I'd say assume it's not a good conspiracy. But if it's like a conspiracy that I believe in... Yeah, I know. And taking an airplane everywhere Think I go. Like, everywhere maybe. you go, everybody knows <laughs> you're on an airplane. The way you burn that jet fuel. I don't... Maybe that is so much pollution. Think like... Think like Archive 84 or whatever the heck it's called. That from was Netflix. such an amazing right? show. But like, think, but like, you I'm know him. how it's sort of, it's not, it's not a good thing though, right? Like the stuff that you're involved in to a point, right? right? So like, but like, you're obviously convinced that these things are going on. So think more like almost like horror level, right? At, at least that's what I'm going to. Well, I am currently in trauma recovery therapy, so I guess we're going to have to go with the airplane. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, Ask that's where I was going with it too. Ask me how I feel too. about that one. Yeah. It would be easier but i feel like it was suggesting something negative so would you rather have ear removable nostril hairs that extend beyond your <laughs> upper lip 
<laughs> or spend the rest of your life within five miles of here. Oh, at mean, first, I thought it was like five minutes from here. And I was like, what's so wrong with that? Within five miles. Oh, like I can't go anywhere? You would you'd be stuck to the southwest side of the city. Oh, that's totally fine. I mean, well, it's not sort too of. Bad. Sort of. Like, if I, okay, if I had to live the rest of my life out in this house with Spencer and, like, I could only go and get basics, I mean, dear Lord, I freaking, sur- I mean, it's like freaking living in COVID, right? Where, like, you're just having to sit there all the time. I just mean, having to sit there all the time. I mean, it was more than that. Let's not minimize it. But, like, at the same time, right. we, like, we were deemed I essential. Mean, yeah, it was, um, I don't know. I think I could do it. I sometimes I kind of want to just go away from the world. I have those like that cottage core cottage witch moment where I just want to go live in a cottage in the middle of the forest and not be around anyone and just like somehow magically have your basic needs, but like not deal with anyone. And like have your cloak lifted over your head and like your titties are flapping everywhere. (laughs) Yes. Yes. With a couple of like husky dogs and we're good, you know, like, Mm. Yeah. I'm here for that. Would you rather approach every old person you see, steal their cane, and run away laughing? Sorry, I'm not trying to laugh. That's really evil and terrible. Or be invisible to every camera? Oh, fuck. Be invisible to every camera. Yeah, I feel like that's not hard. I mean, that does mean you would never be able to, like, show part of your life to anyone else. So, like... Right? Like, you would never be able to be captured on camera, in a camera, for anything positive or for the rest of your life. I'll be the one taking the photo. But, there you go. It's just like you're on vacation. Like, yeah. look at look at this picture of the ocean. Look at the yeah. same ocean at a different yeah. angle. Be like, look, I'm here, but I'm not, a, but like, I'm just not in the photo. Yeah. Hmm. Are they, and like, and like are they Nicholas hot dogs? Is like, Nicholas is like, like, hold, like, with you, it'll just look like this, with like his arm, like, around like this invisible man. Well, if I ever played the whole, like, are they hot dogs or are they vacation legs photo, oh it's my always going to be hot dogs. Yes, yes. It'll just always be hot dogs. You can't hide that. I'm a hairy man, so I couldn't do the hot dog thing anyway. <laughs> Would you like to play the 100 questions game? Yes. Okay. It's better to be an adult because blank, but it's better to be a child because blank. It's better to be an adult because I get to do whatever the fuck I want, but it's better to be a child because I don't actually get to do whatever the fuck I want because I have to work in order to be able to do whatever the fuck I want. There you go. That is, like, literally what so much of, like, millennial, like, like, millennial stuff that we talk about, I feel like. Like, we've just, I feel like it wasn't really said until, like, we were finally like, yeah, this is bullshit. It's, like, frustrating at the same time as it is liberating, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> the best way to fall asleep is... Dot, dot, dot. My fr- I, I'm going to go with my first reaction, which is super, super corny. But in the arms of my man. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the set dog videos from freaking... Far away from here. I'm just, like, literally... Pick- Don't give me the set <laughs> Killing me. And you too could donate 19 cents a day the, to help a faggot like this. <laughs> Did you just call yourself a faggot? Yeah, as a oh straight white goodness. people like you can't hurt my feelings okay, when you I say call, it. I accidentally called us idiots earlier, so oh my god. Those freaking videos. So I Sarah McLaughlin. I am so sorry. What was the question again? <laughs> the best way to fall asleep is. Yeah. 
stop, stop, stop. Oh, <laughs> your husband. That's right. Okay. I can't help it. I okay. As I was explaining earlier in the podcast, I was away from him for two years of our relationship, and I feel as though the way that we had to develop our relationship at a distance made me very thankful for the his physical presence here. Yeah. Now that he's here, and I think we both know not to take the little moments for granted because of all of the past, you know, that we've had with that and dealing with COVID and being separated. So being together, I don't know, it's just really meaningful. Yeah. I don't fall asleep easier when I'm like cuddling. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Nicholas and I do this, this back and forth spoon dance in our oh sleep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and we, we did that five, six, seven years ago when we first met and we still continue Aww. to do it to this day. See, that's super cute too. Okay, now I don't feel so like bad about being corny. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's that's adorable. It, it is adorable because of our height difference. Yeah, so, yeah, he's like, very tall and you know, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Nicholas is a whole foot taller than I am. Yeah. I am five, five and a half and he is six, five yeah, and a half. I'm taller than you. That's really cute, Everybody actually. Everybody is taller than I am. You're, you're a little fun-sized. I don't like and to be called fun-sized. <laughs> Sorry. Because yeah. I'm a jetpack. <laughs> I'm a jetpack. Oh my goodness. I love that. I love that so much. Hey, I mean, there's no shame in that. I totally spoon Spencer some nights. I mean, I'm tall. We're the same height. I'm, I'm just under six feet. Like, I'm kind of a very tall girl so like i just I like <laughs> tall girls I like short girls and city girls all right who upsets you when they do better than you and why people who are already good at doing something that i haven't even made my attempt at doing because they got comfortable with failing before they got to that point and mm-hmm. i am not comfortable failing yeah Wow, I got really deep with that one. I like I like it. I like that answer. <sighs> I almost feel like that's where I was feeling with my nerves for podcasting. Because there are so many people mm. out there who are wonderful and successful at podcasting. And, you know, we're on this journey of, you know, making our own and making it our own and right. unique and reaching the right type of people that we want to reach and everything. And I don't know, it's... You want to be at the point in the process where other people are who have already gone through, like, the testing and all the back and forth of getting to the point that they are, like you said earlier, like, you want to be at later in the journey than you really are. Right. Yeah. That's that's a good one. I already want to be, like, $800 of microphones and recording equipment alone. You getting ahead of yourself in the game and you, like, feeling like, I have to have... All of this stuff All of the before newest, I the even latest and greatest. get started instead of just getting started. Yeah. And that is that is something that I deal with on a daily basis. That is completely an ADHD, like, executive yeah. functioning thing. Like, 100% that I've had to learn recently. And, yes, I'm. it's eye-opening once you realize that. Right. Yeah. It kind of helps me to understand myself when I'm going through it. <laughs> when does someone become a, quote, grown-up? Ooh, okay. I think when you have to start to make tough decisions that might not always have, no matter what you pick, neither option might have a good outcome or might have serious, or where like both options would have serious consequences involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I want to say it that way because throughout my life and growing up, I think I've seen 
people around me. And now as an adult, I've seen people much younger than me, even what we would classify as children yeah. as being more, as being grown up. Mm -hmm. There are children who have to grow up at a very young age to a variety me. of issues. Yep. Um, well whether, gifted children. Yes. And that could be, so you're speaking to mental health. There can also be physical things, medical issues, right? That cause people to have to think about things in their life that they would have otherwise not had to at yeah. that point. Um, and I think having observed that, I think that's a, probably the best way I'd put it. Mm -hmm. I know that was really deep, but. <laughs> I would say even when I think I'm a grown up, and then a couple years later something will happen, whether it's a good or a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when I bought my first, like not that it was my first mattress ever, but the first time I ever purchased a mattress with my own money. And I thought, wow, mm -hmm. I'm such an adult. Or when I bought my first washer and dryer, and I thought, wow, I'm such an adult. I'm mm -hmm. so grown up now. I bought a household appliance. Mm -hmm. When I decided to deal with what I consider real growing pains, which is working on myself, mm -hmm. now I'm like, wow, I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, there's it's, different points and parts of yeah. those things. Yeah, so like I don't you spoke to really, financial side of things too. Right. So I don't um, know if we ever if anybody ever mm -hmm. really truly becomes a grown up because I know adults that have done all of those things and still are way more immature in their mm -hmm. own aspects that I'm not as immature about. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's different ways to think about it, which is why I think I had such a hard time answering the question. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one though. Yeah. There's definitely different ways to think about it. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with responsibility either way. Cause you spoke Girl, with you responsibility. Took patty, you took the financial. patty right out of my burger. I was literally just going <laughs> to say responsibility. Responsibility, yes. financially responsibility and decision-making responsibility for others around you yeah yeah yep. and being able to hold yourself accountable there you go yeah responsibility accountability. accountability i love it i love it and empathy anything that ends with fee yes sympathy empathy or just yeah responsibility <laughs> oh oh adhd moment so our link tree wasn't working for about a week or two okay oh, more like three or four weeks oh no and i didn't know that the I instagram that. i didn't know the instagram wasn't working so i went mm -hmm. to go look into it and it was because i had typed in typically divergent not typically <laughs> divergent so i never told you this but speaking of that um when you shared like all of the account info with me uh, similar to that like you switched up and messed up some of the password stuff yep. so i i fixed it in the documents for future but i just i never ended up telling you that's okay we have a, we have I a youtube it. channel I love now it. we do we do oh goodness i haven't i haven't even i didn't even realize that that's awesome yep oh i'm excited i'm excited for all the things that we're doing i am that too makes me so happy all right do you think you would make a good teacher I make a great leader and a teacher is a leader of a person with knowledge. And I know a lot of a small amount of a lot of things. There are very few things that I know a lot about. Could I teach? No. No. You no. went from, I think I'm a good leader to no. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Here. I just thought about we we clipped so hard we shut the program down. <laughs> <laughs> the the laugh the laugh broke the system. We <laughs> I I'm thinking about <laughs> I'm a good leader teacher. Mm, uh, okay, actually no. That was just how that whole thing went, and I fucking love it. I love you. I I love you too. 
<laughs> I, I, I would not want to grade papers. I would not want to have to follow a curriculum that the state decides I have to follow. I'm okay. too much of an empath. Empath. I'm too much of an empath to. Okay. If a kid comes to me and like, I haven't eaten in three weeks. Like, all right, I'm adopting you now. Yeah, you would just end up adopting all the children. Yeah. And that's what I would do, too. And then homeschool them. <laughs> yes. So could I be a homeschool yes. teacher? Probably. Yeah. Okay, but I But like do I that. want children? No. Do I like children? I like my friends' kids. Yeah. I don't like random kids. Okay. Unless I'll, they're being obedient in if public. If I ever have a kid, I'll really be like, Jaren, babysitter. No. <laughs> no. My brother... My such a little shit, too, though, because... <laughs> My brother, when he and his partner have their future child, hopefully everything continues to go according to plan with their IVF journey. Um, awesome. Yeah. Whenever they have their child, um, I know that I'm going to make one badass uncle. And But being a teacher, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great See, leader. I was, I was thinking of it on like a... I, this is me being an Aquarius... I'm taking it into, like, a more abstract realm, but I was thinking, like, a teacher just in the overarching, like, vocabulary. So you could speak to, like, someone, anyone who's, like, a mentor to someone. It's, like, someone who is able to teach a subject, sure, in school, but also, um, you know, teach someone about something in general. And I feel like you are pretty good at that from, like, what I know about you. So In a leadership stance, yes. Yeah. But to say, the information that I am telling you, you will you will either always remember that I was right or remember that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember one teacher that told us that we waste more water showering than we do taking a bath. And I tested her theory. And that's, she, I know. Is that wrong? That's I know. Wrong. I know. That was in the third grade. That's a core okay. memory I have. I was like, that's wrong, right? It's actually, it's really bad. Isn't bath baths are really wasteful, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I'm like, nah, that teacher's wrong. <laughs> right. Okay, but one thing I was gonna say that I think is really important, that even though this wasn't my question, was that I think a good teacher is someone who is willing to admit when they're wrong and actually shows when they're uncomfortable or when they aren't sure that they're right first. And mm. that's something that actually I use in my profession and my job because I do actually teach people and I preset people and mentor them. And I feel like always talking about when you don't know something is more important than what you do know. Yeah. So that's just my two cents on it, but okay. you want one more? <laughs> Uh, sure. Okay. Would you like to do the same job as your mother or your father? So my dad is an engineer and I would say no to that because fuck physics. Yeah. <laughs> I had to take physics back in college, um, to get into my profession. <laughs> so no, dad, I love you. You are a wonderful nerdy engineer. Um, my mom, she was an early childhood, uh, she had an early childhood education degree. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a teacher for um, preschool uh, type age group and then became a stay-at-home mom. Um, I would love to have her job, actually. I think I, I enjoy working with kids. I enjoy, I do enjoy teaching and I think I would actually have a ton of fun with it. I love working with my friends' kids and stuff like that. I feel like I'm I genuinely have fun sitting on the floor playing silly little games and make-believe with other kids. It's like my inner childhood just, like, absolutely loves it. Yeah. So, 
I'd be down for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What about you? I kind of want to ask you the same question now and forget mine. <laughs> nope. My dad was a police officer for 33 years, and my mother was a nurse, and I am good. <laughs> I am very much I, a-okay. I think you have a lot of creativity, and I think that not that you can't be creative in any position, but uh-huh. I think that that would be stifled by either of those, and I think that your creativity is too too wonderful to like have to stifle that, right. and I am very happy for you that you are able to use creativity in your work. So, Same. Might be hard to pick out on the spot, but let's see if you can do it. What's your favorite film of all time? Brave Little Toaster. Oh my goodness! I love Brave Little Toaster! Oh my god. I'm so happy you said that. My inner child is fucking screaming right now on the inside. I'm like... I want to go get a little blankie and like... I know. Oh, blanket. blanket! Blanket was the best. I had a little blanket like that I grew up with that was like, it was one of those things that was hard for me to get rid of as I grew up. Like, oh, I feel like a lot of people have that item, like a little stuffed animal that got all raggedy and they couldn't get rid of. Mine was a blanket. And I freaking always thought that blanket was the blanket from the Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> oh, I love that movie so much. I, I, I remember there were like sequels and stuff too. I totally watched those. They weren't that great. No. The original was great. The original also gave me nightmares, though, too. Girl, I know. It scared me. The junkyard scene is my favorite. I love the song. Yeah. I went down to Texas for a wedding. (laughs) Yes. I went down to Texas for a wedding. Okay, we are so going to totally have to have a Brave Little Toaster session. Like, we're going to have to watch it. Okay. And then we can talk about it on the podcast. Brave little toaster moments. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed our little Q&A and get to know us in our little game. Yeah, I uh, I had fun playing that, though. Yeah, I, I would love for us to play other games. I'm just a little sleepy, so I wasn't as silly tonight as I normally wanted to be. But I know she said that <laughs> and you're yawning. yawning. You're getting me to yawn. There is one last thing that we would like to inform all of you before we part for the evening or for the day or for the morning. As a reminder, on November 8th, starting tomorrow, if you are listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, there will, not starting, there just is, <laughs> a full moon on Tuesday, November the 8th. In one episode, we're going to discuss the moon cycles and what those mean. For this moon cycle that is coming up, we thought that it was the first one that was going to be happening while we would be recording. We might as well go ahead and hit it before... We passed it, and we would take the opportunity to talk about it really quick. Full moons are at the time of the energetic peak, kind of like a new chapter in your life. Take this time to ramp up your self-care routines, create new healthy rituals, or continue with new ones. Continue to always, always ground yourself. Manifestation, as always. I know there is a time of the year towards the end of the year where it's like the best time to manifest. Mm -hmm. Um, But a full moon is always a good time to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Full moon is all about completions, so cleansing, releasing, and removing any and all things that no longer suit you, and setting new intentions, or continuing to work on the intentions that you've already set. You can also make some moon water. This Yay. would be taking a jar <laughs> of water and letting it bathe in the moonlight, drinking this throughout the next couple of days to remind yourself of the intentions that you have set for yourself. Just make sure it's a... Uh... Good, clean, filtered water. Yep. Reverse osmosis. Yeah. (laughs) I once also did this with like rainwater and that's not the kind you want to drink. (laughs) Nope. Charge your crystals in the moonlight. Meditate in the moonlight if you can. And take this time to relax. And 
do some reflection. These yeah. are things that we should be doing all the time. It's not just because the moon is going through a change that we should be doing these things. But I do think that it is a good time of the moon cycle to do these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if, well, if you if you feel a connection to the moon and its cycles, which people who take part in witchcraft or in their own craft, I think a lot of them do. I think it's a great way to remind us to think about those things. Yeah. Um, so like you said, it's it's just, it's good timing. But yes, of course, like thinking about those types of things and uh, I don't know, holistic healing and mm-hmm. thinking of our manifestations and our intentions as we go through our days. Every day is always important, but. Right. Well, that was a really nice time this evening, Heather and yeah. Michael. Thank you for being here. Yes. Yes, I definitely had fun today, just chilling, talking about our journey so far, and our our little our games. I really like the the poison cards; those were fun. I did too. Those were really fun. <laughs> a lot of these made me laugh for sure. So hopefully, um, hopefully everyone got to know us a little bit better after this episode. We wanted this episode to kind of introduce why we're doing this and everything. Versus our first episode, we wanted to kind of just have a little bit of fun with everybody and yeah. celebration of Halloween. So. I think this is a nice way for us to finally just talk about who we are a little bit so that people can, uh, yeah, get to know us. Yeah, we didn't um, want that to be the first episode. Yeah, it can be a little dry sometimes. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully this doesn't, this episode wasn't dry for everyone, but yeah. it can, you know, it seems like that basic thing, and we didn't want to do that on the first episode. Right. I think that was a good decision. And we also didn't want to assume that people just knew who we were and were just listening to listen. Yes. So let us know what you, which out of those poison cards, that which poison would you have picked? Do you Ooh. think that you're a good teacher? Yeah. What do you think makes a grown-up a grown-up? Yeah. Also, did you watch Brave Little Toaster when you were little? And what did you think about that movie? And do you, does it still have a hold on you after all these years? Right. I'd love to hear that. <laughs> tell, tell me that window air conditioners oh, still freak you out. Yes. Because they, <laughs> they still freak me out. Oh, goodness. Um, One other quick reminder um, in regards to, of course, you talked about the moon for November 8th. If you're listening to us before or on November 8th, uh, just a reminder that November 8th is the official in-person voting day for the United States. Um, We hope that you participate in voting and please go out and vote. It is something that we certainly believe in. I'm looking forward to my, my ability to go vote. Um, if you're listening to us after that day, we hope and thank you so much for voting. Thank you for listening to us today. We, as always, really appreciate it. If you like what we did on today's episode, come be typically divergent with us on Facebook or Instagram. Our description also has the link tree where you can reach out to us directly. And I think we should finish off with a little bit of positive affirmation for the kids. What do you think? Yeah. I like it. We are all spirits in a human body experiencing the same thing together. We are all struggling in our own way. We are all evolving and having our metamorphosis. Yes. Metamorphosize with us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can click that link tree and contact us directly. If you have any feedback that you'd like to give us, or if there is a certain topic or a subject that you want to know how we feel about it, you can also email us at typicallydivergentpod 
at gmail.com. And our information for this week's episode will be located in the show notes at the very bottom. Thank you so very much, Mr. Michael Morgan, for being here this evening tonight while we record yet another fabulous episode of our new journey. Yay! And thank you again to Connor, Mallory, Liz, Nicholas, Spencer, and anybody else that believed in us. Yes. Thank you to our community. We love you. You are loved. You is special. You is kind. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is just going to be your thing. And we're going to magically turn into butterflies now. And that's one of our favorites. And then we're going to fly away. Bye. Bye. Love you all. <laughs> do, 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 this is where we put a jingle. Yeah. If Michael is still interested in writing us a jingle. <laughs> do, 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 do. Hell yeah, he's going to get us a jingle. <laughs>